Hey, Domestic Dawn, Josh Landers in the dungeon yet again. And let's just start with Karens Unite. Woo! Karens fucking unite. I'm going to walk that bitch through the parking lot. I'm a schizophrenic. Do you know I have open carry? I have an open carry license. Do you know how many guns I have? Those are just tidbits of information and dialogue that I heard yesterday on one of my routine stops if, with my loser job delivering food to people who are scared to go outside. During this fucking pandemic, another lockdown, another regulated California uh, ban on, on existing we, we just can't go outside anymore. So now maybe I am. I, I'm, I've become essential. I'm an essential employee now. I can't get a fucking teaching job, but I am an essential employee to deliver fucking bean burritos to people's apartments because they're too scared to walk outside. The agoraphobia is off the charts probably now. But what I saw yesterday made it all worth it. I don't give a shit if people can't go outside. I don't care if we have a governor who's telling you to wear a mask when you go jogging. Or that you have to wear it and put it on your dog's fucking ball sack when you walk the dog around the neighborhood. It doesn't matter anymore because yesterday made everything worth it. This whole nine months of lockdown, of, of corona, of just not being able to do any normal fucking activity in this world, in this life. Yesterday, for a 20-minute span, made it all worth it because of one 50-year-old woman one dirtbag, young, uh, 25-year-old, probably something like that, uh, uh, door dasher, and just me sitting there with my arms folded, looking at the scene unfolding before me. And I've gotten flax at, from people who have, I've, I've, I've texted. This was a wild scene, man. It was a wild scene. You should have you seen it. Oh, you should have you taken a video. No, I didn't. No, I live in the moment. Did I think about it for a second? Did I think about pulling out my phone and maybe like uh, pushing record and seeing, like, all right, I could, be, I could be a viral TikToker. I could go viral on Twitter with this new Karen here in front of me. No, I didn't do that. I live in the moment, cross-armed, just watching, just simply watching. If one of them would have brought in a grenade or a bazooka or a fucking uh, 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 a Glock 9, is that even a gun? Uh, a fucking a Ruger? Luger, Luger, well, fucking Ruger, uh, uh, Hans Gruber. If you bring in a fucking, if she brought in a Luger, I'd be like, all right, maybe I might have to do, I might have to step in. I might have to step in. I'm the male here. I'm the man. I'm the masculine force in this lobby of this fast food restaurant. So if something hit the fan in a very aggressive way, violent way, where other people could get hurt, yeah, maybe I would step in, but I didn't. I just sat back and watched. I just watched. The beauty of humanity. I watched this horrible scene, which is it just made me sleep well last night. Uh, it made me feel good about myself. It made me just feel like, uh, uh, I guess, sad for society, which makes me feel good in a weird way. Because we're going down. People are going crazy. Shit's hitting the fan. Right? It's going bad. It's, it's going downhill. So, let me set it up. Doing a routine stop at around uh, maybe 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I believe it's 2, 2.25, 2.30, something like that. Almost done with my shift. You know, with, with, with being a loser, you know, delivering food, you can, you can make up your own hours. And that's what I do. 
I try to make 100 to 140 bucks a day, 150 bucks a day if I can, just to make ends meet. You know, do it five, six, seven days a week. Not hard. It's an easy fucking gig, like I've mentioned before to my five listeners. But this one in particular, I almost didn't take. I was like, eh, it's a McDonald's. It's a $7, $8 order, something like that, for a couple of miles, which is easy. I'm like, eh, I'll take it, you know, just get myself over that, over that hump of $100. Give myself a little extra spending money, a little extra cash, a little bit of beer money, possibly. And I'm so glad I took it because I almost said, nah, no, I'm going to decline this order. But I took it, and I'm fucking just ecstatic that I did. Ecstatic. Because those quotes that I started off with, that's what I heard. And I would never have those quotes if I didn't stand there and witness what I witnessed. So I get into McDonald's. Seems fairly normal. Wait a couple minutes. The staff is not really helping me. The employees are busy. You hear the fucking French fry, French fry later going ding, 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 ding. You hear a microwave going off. You hear just a bunch of hustle and bustle through the drive-thru, of course. The employees are busy. And I sit back and wait. And usually they come to me and say, okay, are you with DoorDash? I said, yeah, I'm with DoorDash. And I give them the fucking number or I give them the name. What have you, right? So this point, this at that point, this wasn't happening because there was already a woman inside and I wish I could have been a wallflower. I wish I could have been a fly on the wall. Five minutes. I wish I could have somehow skipped time and made it there before I actually stepped foot into this establishment. I wish I could have been there and seen what unfolded before I stepped through the doors. Because something happened. There was a woman in there. And we'll call her Karen. Because it's easy. She was a 50-ish year old lady, middle-aged, no mask. She had shorts that were a little too high for her age. Not the nicest legs in the world. Pasty, dimply, but okay, I'll give it to her. She had a young daughter with her because she made it known that it was her daughter several times. And she was probably, I'd say, 17 maybe years old. I can't tell anymore. I can't tell with young people. They could be 25. They could be 15. No fucking clue. But she seemed young. So maybe let's just call her 17 years old. She had, she had a mask on. This woman, the older lady, the mother, was already berating the staff about something that was done wrong to her daughter. And she kept saying, my daughter's a nice girl. She's a nice person. No one needs to treat her like this. No one needs to treat my daughter like this. She's a nice girl. She's very sweet. Why would you treat her like this? This is McDonald's, all right? The fucking Mickey D's, the Golden Arches, the, uh, the quintessential fast food of the Western culture. What could have happened in that five to 10 minutes before I arrived that got this woman so irate, so upset to come barreling into the restaurant and asking for a manager? I don't know. But this poor young girl was holding her receipt, just trying to, I think, get food. And the mom kept saying, she's a nice girl. You don't need to. Why do you have to talk to her like this? Why do you have to treat people like this? So fair on her, let's just say. She, she faulted very heavily in, in a moment. Uh, she, had a, she had a moment. She had a bad, bad moment. But she was trying to, yeah, trying to maybe protect her daughter, which is okay. I remember a time and point in my life where my brother and I were traveling with my mom 
back from, I don't know, visiting my aunt, possibly. I have no idea what it was. But it was later at night, maybe 10 o'clock at night. We stop at an a.m. p.m., a uh, half hour from our house, uh, down the hill from our house where we grew up and in the country. So we stop and, you know, maybe my mom went to get a coffee, a soda. I can't remember. But I just remember my brother getting out and there's some drunk guys outside of this a.m. p.m. And my brother is 14 years old, 14, 15 years old, not too much younger than the girl that was standing there with her receipt in hand at McDonald's with her mom trying to figure out how to talk shit as much as she possibly could, possibly could to the staff. So I was in the car. I just stood, I just sat in the fucking Dodge Colt or whatever shitty car we had at that time. My mom and brother go in. There's a couple of drunk guys outside, like I said. For some reason, one of the drunk guys doesn't like the way my brother looks. Maybe it's because my brother was in that awkward stage. He was 15, he was 6 foot tall, he was 110 pounds, he was a goofy fucking gangly big-eared kid, right? Big, Jewy kid. So one of the drunk guys, probably 17, 18, 19, 20 years old, who knows? Near a bowling alley, I'm sure he got hammered at the bowling alley, tried to fucking uh, uh, bone some 17-year-old girl, struck out, and then came to the AMPM to try to get more beer. But he sees my big-eared brother, and then he just pushes him. He pushes him against the car. He says, you talking shit, bitch? Or whatever it was, you know, all the, you know, the, the, the regular vernacular of a, of, a, of a drunken teenager or 20-year-old. And my brother has no clue what to do. He's, he's a weakling. He's an he's a awkward fucking young kid, freshman, sophomore in high school. I'm in the Dodge Colt, chewing my fucking nails, probably beating off. Don't know what I'm doing in the Dodge Colt. I'm scared. I'm like, yeah, what's my what's happening? And then my mom comes over, and she grabs a fucking drunk guy and throws him against the wall. And she says, leave my kid alone. Go get him some coffee. And she yells at the other guys, his friends. And the friends say, uh, they apologize. I'm sorry. Uh, what's going on? That happens, right? Drunkenness happens. I totally understand. But what this Karen was in McDonald's, I don't think she was drunk. She could have been on something, because we all are. She could have been on pills. I think she probably was. The way she was talking, she had her sunglasses on, flailing her keys, not really coherent of what she's saying. She kept berating, like I said, the manager, the the fry chef, the fucking uh, the drive-through guy. Uh, she's just yelling at all the employees. And she eventually the manager comes up. And no offense against the manager, he doesn't speak the best English. And if we know anything about California or just fast food in this country in general, unfortunately, who who takes those jobs? It's going to be mostly what? People who don't probably speak English that, English that well. We, we're not going to have a bunch of white people who grew up in the suburbs working at fucking McDonald's or Jack in the Box or Subway. That's not going to happen. Every once in a while does it? Sure. But they move on. They get better jobs. But this poor manager, maybe a 40-year-old guy, he has to take the brunt of this woman's shit. And this is, what's hap- this is what happens. Upset. I don't know if she didn't get her fries. I didn't know if someone was rude to her, but of course, the mother was upset. Her daughter's a good girl. Just keep that in mind. Her daughter is a good girl. She's a nice girl. She's a sweet girl. Why would you treat such a sweet girl this way? A sweet white girl doesn't need to be treated this way by, wait for it, wait for it, a bunch of Mexicans. Woo! That was coming out, and it came out. And this woman... She kept saying, where's your regional director? Where's your regional manager? The guy's like, well, we don't have, I am the manager. Where's the regional manager? What this dumb opioid opioid fucking infilled bitch doesn't understand 
and filled. That's not a word, that's not a word is it? This opioid uh, addict doesn't understand is there's not a regional fucking director at a, this particular McDonald's, which there's probably 27 McDonald's within a 50-mile span of this area. The regional manager is not there. So if you call the regional manager, it's not going to do anything. All right? So she kind of, I think, in her middle of her, her, her tirade, in the middle of her uh, opioid blank slate, uh, her mentality, her lack of, of, of cognition, her lack of empathy, and, and, and just critical thinking skills, they, they, she just, give me the regional manager. And of course, the guy's like, I can't, I, yeah, I can't. Then give me your name. He's like, you can figure it out. Look at my name tag. He was getting some, he was getting a little bit of shots in too. Good for him. Good for him. Can't really hear him behind the mask that well, right? But the Karen, you could hear clearly because she had no mask, no mask on. You could hear her for, for fucking days. And I'm just sitting there, arms crossed, five feet away. Well, let's just say six so I don't get arrested. Six feet away, taking it all in. And I just, yeah, okay, this is a moment. This is a moment. Then, ding, 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 another person comes in through the front door. And this is where shit starts flying. This is where I'm starting to twirl my umbrella like a little fucking Girl Scout. I'm getting excited. I'm fingering myself. I'm, I, I'm, I'm tonguing my asshole. I'm just like, oh, it's getting good now. It's getting good. I'm coming in my pants. Things are about to hit the fan. And I'm just, I'm waiting for it. I wanted to see it. I wanted to visualize it. I wanted to talk about it. I want to write stories about it. That's what I want to do. So now I'm like, this is the moment. And I'm a magnet for dirtbags. That's what I am. I'm just a pure magnet. I, I get in these situations way too often where I, I, I see people get hit in the face with a bag of fruit. I have to defend my my son from a homeless man attacking him years ago. I, I just get in these th weird situations. I don't know why. I think it's just part of my aura. It's the aura of this Jewish Viking dirtbag syndrome that I have that I, it's, it just happens around me. I just, it, the shit is going to just swirl. I have a shit dome. You know the domes that you have? That you now, I guess the snow snow globes. We have snow globes. I'm I'm a shit globe. So mine wouldn't be snow. It would just be a pile of shit that is that is starting to break apart in in, in fetid water, tepid water, and it, it's just you you just kind of you shake it, and it's just it's just flakes of shit and corn kernels and and, and green bean uh, stems just floating around around. What a, a fucking a high rise, a, a, an Oakland, uh, Compton, shitty landscape. Does that make sense? A burning, maybe it's just burning. Maybe it's just burning. You just light the shit on fire in the snow globe. If you can do that, that's 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 what I surround myself with. So it happened. All right, it happened. Where was I at? All right, ding ding ding. This lady, this girl comes in, and she has a mask on. She's looking at her phone, and now what I'm starting to see. That I've been delivering for the last couple of months with DoorDash. I could tell other DoorDash dirtbags. You could see them. Yeah, that's a DoorDash person. Yeah, that's a DoorDash. I try to keep myself up. If I was ever going to be homeless, which I might be in the next couple of months because we fucking can't make mortgage in this state. But if I'm going to be homeless, I'm going to try to keep my appearance up as much as I possibly can. I'm going to look as unhomeless as I can. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shop well. I'm going to go to thrift stores and buy decent coats. I will uh, bathe myself in a creek, but that won't happen here because it never fucking rains. But I will find a hose. I'll find a spigot. I'll jump in someone's pool just to bathe myself in the middle of winter. I don't care. I will look 
decent as a homeless person. Maybe a little rust-faced, rust-colored in the face. Maybe some broken veins on the nose and the cheeks. Uh, maybe my eyes will be yellow. Eh, that's fine. But you can get away with it now with a mask. You can get by. You can, you can, you can circumvent the dirtbagness of being homeless, which I'm really trying to prepare for. But this girl was, she, you could tell she's a door dasher. And let's just call her 25 years old. Dark hair, has a mask, can't really tell, big titties. Uh, I think she has sweats on, flip-flops, you could tell. Eh, yeah, or slide, glides, whatever they call them. You could tell she's just coming in for an order. So we're all standing back. She doesn't say anything at first. But now the Karen woman is starting at this moment, right when she, this, this girl walks in, she's starting to, like I said, berate the manager even more. And the manager walks away. He's had enough. He just walks away. And he says, I'm sorry, what, what, what would you like? We're trying to take care of it to the, to the young girl with the receipt. And then eventually the mom just keeps yelling, keeps yelling, keeps yelling, and he walks away. And then someone else steps in, and the staff doesn't really know exactly what to do. The fryolator is going ding, ding, ding. Uh, the fucking the, the Big Mac maker is going blah, blah, blah. And he's blah, blah. The shit's dinging and banging and fucking uh, vibrating, and a big dildo's coming out of the, uh, the, the fucking uh, filet fish in the back. Whatever's happening, right? It's just going, the, the, the industry is continuing on. It doesn't stop, right? The, the cog is continuing. The wheel is spinning. The Karen hasn't stopped that. drive through still happening. Fanta sodas, fucking Oreo McFlurries. All that shit has to get out there. Apple pies. I don't know who fucking eats those anymore. I think you could like core a, a section out of the apple pie and stick your dick in it uh, if, you, if you're lonely. Um, Does anybody eat apple pies? I, I just found out they had strawberry pies at fucking McDonald's the other day. I don't eat a McDonald's. I don't eat McDonald's. I haven't had McDonald's in years. In years. That's false. I didn't eat there, but I did get a coffee last week. I bought a French vanilla iced coffee at McDonald's on a Tuesday or Wednesday. I can't remember. Uh, a sober. Hadn't drank in a while. I'm like, oh, I'll get some coffee. And it's a fucking 32-ounce goddamn coffee for a, two bucks, which I didn't understand what the size was. I'm like, oh, I guess I'll get the biggest one for two bucks. And I should have got a small. I drank maybe a quarter of it. And about two hours later, I had to, my bladder is coming out my fucking anus. Um, so I'm not going to buy McDonald's coffee anymore. Anyways, so the Karen is berating the dude. He walks away. This ding, 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 this girl comes in. And when the Karen, at this particular moment, moment, she said, I talked to a really nice, small Hispanic lady. I would like to talk to her again. And she's just kind of calling it out to the screens, to the plexiglass dividers that we have, the barriers in between us and the cashiers. She's just calling it out to anybody that will listen. I'll talk to the small Hispanic woman that I talked to earlier. She was friendly, unlike you, to the manager who's no longer there. And I'm standing there still, arms crossed, waiting for my fucking order. We got the other DoorDasher there. We have a couple other dudes who just ordered a fucking two cheeseburger meal or what have you. I think that's what they ordered. And then the girl who just walked in, who has her phone in hand, looking at her order to pick up, she said, it's not Hispanic, it's Latina. And then the other dude standing next to her said, yeah, yeah, it's Latina. I'm like, ooh, here we go. And you can just feel the tension cut it with a fucking spork you could cut it with a spork that you should eat your goddamn mcrib sauce with you should be licking the mcrib sauce with that spork at this moment but right now you're cutting through the tension between the karen lady and this other doordash 25 big titty girl 
And I'm like, oh, here we go. The Karen maskless turns around and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Am I supposed to say Latina like that? I'm going to say Mexican. I'm like, oh, here we go. And then the big titty masked girl, DoorDasher, and the Karen, too short of shorts, uh, blonde hair and a ponytail uh, with her daughter probably crying inside right next to her with her receipt of french fries waiting like what am i gonna do mom what am i supposed to do you're gonna oh here we go here we go and then now the door dasher and the karen start getting at it what'd you say bitch what'd you say that's the door dasher and the karen says ah fuck off i'm not wasn't talking to you i'm trying to talk to them they're all mexicans fuck you it's mexican are you mexican and the girl said i'm mexican what the fuck you gotta she didn't look mexican i'll give her that i'll give the karen that all right i give her the benefit of the doubt the karen Seeing through her eyes, looking at this big-titted door dasher in her sweats and her glides, slides, whatever you fucking call them, in her mask, you can't tell she's Mexican. But it's not, it's not the right thing to say. It's not the right thing to say at that moment, saying, oh, you're not Mexican. I don't know what's going on in either of their heads. But they're now getting at it. I'm like, oh, all right, here we go. Here we go. Me, still cross-armed, standing back, watching it all unfold because that's what i do should i get involved should i have gotten involved become involved should i have become the the hero should i be the good sam and get in between these women and say that all right break it up break it up she's having a bad day you're a fucking door dasher with big tits your life's not going well either mine's not either and she had bad tattoos too she had bad tattoos on her wrists bad tattoos on her forearms I don't know why I remember that, but I just do. They were like scribbly tattoos. Like someone put it on maybe in the pen. I don't know. Am I being now racist? Am I now being a little bit uh, um, bigoted towards this girl who's now supposedly Mexican or Hispanic or now Latina? Latinx? Latina X? I don't know what they, I don't know what, 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 what am I supposed to do here? What am I supposed to do? See, it, it, it would be a feeble attempt in my mind, to get in, in, in between these people because both are in the wrong and they're both bad. Maybe the Karen's a little bit more in the wrong so far, but the other girl got in the wrong too very quickly. It escalated very, very quickly. That's how it went, very quickly. So now we're kind of at an impasse. Um, they're both yelling at each other. The McDonald's employees have no clue what to do. The other dudes and myself in the lobby have no clue what to do either. We're just we're just watching. We're just watching the whole show, right? We're just watching the whole kit, kit and caboodle. And they just start yelling at each other. Then the Karen leaves. The girl, the young girl with the receipt, still standing at the plexiglass trying to ask for her uh, chicken Caesar salad and her fucking BK Big Fit. And I guess that's Burger King. And But she's trying to get whatever she wanted, she whatever she needed, whatever the mom was so upset about, she's still trying to get. And the Karen left. The girl followed her and said, bitch, you want to you wanna do this? You want to do this? They're, they're ruffling each other's feathers. They're posturing. They're going, ooh, they're trying to, you know, go tit to tit, nip nip to nip, and fucking, all right, you want to do this, bitch? You want to do it? Let's go, let's go. And what the, the door dasher said, which was fantastic, she said, I'm schizophrenic, bitch. I'm schizophrenic. You don't want to fuck with me. I got open carry. I got carry, conceal and carry, whatever the fuck it's called. She kept saying that. I got conceal and carry. Do you know, do you know who I am? Do you know how many fucking conceal carries I have? I'm like, all right, so... 
One, she has a weapon, supposedly, that she can conceal but also carry. I didn't see it on her. She didn't have it on her sweatpants. Uh, I, I don't know if the Karen did either, but the Karen also said, yeah, I got a concealed carry too. You think it's only Mexicans that have that? I'm like, oh, bow, 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 bow. Wow, 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 wow. I was fucking the uh, American werewolf in Paris over here. A fucking howling. I was just in my mind like, this is fantastic. I wish I, should I pull out my camera? Should I have done that? Should I have pulled out my camera? But no, this is my own private Idaho. This is my, this is for me. And yeah, should I have five listeners? Should I have pulled out my camera and become a sensation on Twitter for putting another Karen out there? Maybe, maybe. I've got, yeah, that's hitting my, I woke up at two in the morning. And like, ah, I probably should have, you know, probably should have, but I didn't. I didn't. Now it's just in my brain. It's in my memory. And am I fucking it up like a game of telephone with a bunch of 12-year-olds, 8-year-olds? Yeah, I am. Probably. But I remember that. I'm schizophrenic, bitch. I'm schizophrenic, bitch. And I got a fucking carry conceal. I got a fucking open carry conceal. And I can fucking shoot you in the fucking face. That's what she was wanting to say. But she said it in a way that was pretty much just as dramatic as as it could be. And the Karen goes outside. The girl follows her. Not a great choice. They go outside. I see some arms flailing. I hear some yelling. I see the McDonald's employees calling the cops. I see the young girl holding her receipt for her McRib with uh, extra pickles. She's still waiting. She's she wants her McFlurry. She wants her Butterfinger McFlurry. She just she's just an innocent little girl with a shitty mom. Just a little, and that made me feel good because I'm I I feel like a shitty father a lot of the time. But I'm like I'm not that bad. I'm really not, I can I I could be a lot worse. Uh, I'm, that's that's a joke. I'm a great father. Uh, but they're flailing outside. They're still posturing. They're fucking nip to nip. They're fucking belly fat to belly fat. They're chunky thigh to chunky thigh. Uh, they're going at it. And eventually the girl comes in. I just got assaulted. That bitch assaulted me. She assa- and she has no mask anymore. What I think happened through the flailing of the arms, and I couldn't really see because there's a lot of posters on the wall for, you know, one, two, three, ego fucking egg sandwich uh, deals. Uh, you could get a fucking Egg McMuffin and a goddamn coffee for four, $3, whatever it is. A lot of signs, a lot of advertisements on the windows. Couldn't really see. Just see, 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 uh, uh, instead of feathers uh, uh, getting plucked, you see arms flailing. And a mask probably just, woo, I'm sure the Karen ripped her mask off, which I've seen before at a food market, at, at, at a um, farmer's market a month ago. But I'm sure she ripped the mask off and just threw it. But this girl comes in, the door, door dasher, the big tits, the big tots, the big turts. She comes in and says, the bitch assaulted me. She just got assaulted. I just got assaulted. And the Karen's gone. And then the girl comes back over. She's tapping on her phone. She's calling the cops. I don't know what she's doing. She's talking to the employee. She's yelling. She's being, uh, can I say ghetto? Yeah, she's being a little ghetto. And then she looks at this poor girl still waiting for her buttermilk pancakes. This little girl who just wants some boy boysenberry syrup for her fucking sausages on the side of her uh, 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 extreme breakfast deal. That's uh, Her Egg McMuffin is waiting for her. It's still under the fucking heat lamp. She just wants it. She just has her receipt ready for her chocolate milkshake and her orange juice with a Happy Meal and a fucking Toy Story toy. That's all she's waiting for. Her frozen 
figurine of Elsa or Anna or Olaf or fucking the other blonde-haired, blonde-haired cunt. I can't remember his name. She's just waiting for that. This is, this is what the 17-year-old girl's waiting for while her mom is stewing outside, ripped a mask off of some stranger she doesn't know, yelled at people, told them to go back to Mexico, called them beaners, called them spicks, all within a five-minute span. And that's what she did. She said it right to that girl's face. Go back to Mexico, you fucking Mexican bitch. And I'm like, yeah! It was great. Great. But the girl comes back in. She assaulted me. I just got assaulted. Then she starts talking. This is where I see the switch and like the Karen was in the fault. Yeah, bad. But this girl was also in the wrong too. Sometimes just let shit go. Sometimes you just got to let people be people. Sometimes you got to let bigots be bigots. Sometimes you have to let racists be racists. And people are like, no, you have to step in. In this day and age, you have to do something. You have to protest. Fuck that. No, you don't. You let this dumb bitch be a dumb bitch. She walks away, does nothing to your life. She's still going to be a dumb bitch if you talk shit to her. Nothing's going to change, ever. That's how human beings are. You cannot change them. They will not change. And that woman, what I saw with her in 15 minutes, she will never change. And the DoorDash with big totters, she will fucking never change either. Because now she's starting to berate the young girl waiting for her fucking uh, uh, um, uh, 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 apple pie. For her strawberry pie. This young girl still waiting for her two cheeseburger combo with extra onions and no mustard. She is now starting to berate her. She's saying, you need to get your mom in line. Your mom's a bitch. You need to get this bitch in line. What are you just standing there for? Your mom's a fucking cunt. You need to get her in line. I threw in the cunt part. But you need to throw, you need to get this girl. You need to, what, what job is it for this 17-year-old girl who's waiting for her Paul Newman's dressing with her side salad? What job is it of hers to get her mother in line? It's not hers. And this young, poor girl, unfortunately, say, I'm sorry, I can't control her. I can't control what she does. I'm just trying to get my order here. I don't know what happened. And she's very meek. She's uh, uh, maybe feeble-minded at this moment in particular, probably. She's sad. She's embarrassed. And she's just a young girl. And now you have the fucking big titty sweatpants, uh, bad tattoo person with no mask now, who is maybe Mexican, Hispanic, Latino, or Latina X or not. I don't know. Now you have her yelling at this girl. Nothing's going to happen. Nothing good's going to happen out of this. But let me get to the peak. Now this ends. Karen's gone. The girl eventually leaves without her order, whatever was wrong with it. Doesn't get the food, doesn't get her McFlurry, no Butterfingers, whatever, right? No fucking muffin, no extra large uh, Sprite. Shirley Temple, do they have those at McDonald's? I don't, I don't eat at McDonald's. I'm a healthy person. My, my body is my portal. I'm like Buddha here with a big fat gut and uh, drinking too much. Isn't that what Buddha did? Isn't that what Buddhism is all about? Drinking too much and sitting in your garage? But the uh, the girl left. And you got the big toddy. You got the uh, sweatpant wearing door dasher. You got the other guys standing there. I'm still have my arms folded, not saying a goddamn word. I'm there. I, I just saw that. Then I go outside. Finally get my order. Everything's kind of back to normal. They, oh, is this your order? Thank you, sir. Thank you. I grab it. I'm very nice. I'm very humble, right? I, I believe in humility. 
I believe that people who work at fast food are no different than anybody else in the world. They do a very hard job for shitty money, which I have done for too long as well. So I get my order, and I go outside, and I see the Karen, the mother, and the girls walking out with her receipt, and no apple pie. And she gets in a Mercedes, a nice Mercedes. It's a SC or SL or a BLM. I don't know. It's not BLM. It's a black Mercedes, which is kind of funny. But it's definitely not a BLM Mercedes because this lady is not going to really be in line with the Black Lives Matter protest. So she's just idling in the middle of the parking lot. So I get my order. I go out, go to my truck, get in. She's still idling there. Then the other door, the other woman, the door dasher with big uh, fucking veiny flesh bags, she comes out with her order. And then they're still having words through the windows of the car. Bitch, bitch, I'll fuck you up. I'll walk you fucking like a dog. Bitch, schizophrenic. I'm a bitch. You're a bitch. I, need, I have a fucking open carry. I got my Glock on my hip and my sweatpants. Karen's got probably got a fucking Glock in her, in her ponytail. In her, in her too short of shorts for a 50-year-old woman with bad legs. Her varicose veins are showing. It's like they're still wrapping back and forth. And then now something is going to happen that that just, again, made me happy. It made me like really, really glad that I stopped for this order. I'm backing up, and the Karen's still sitting there. She just, she's kind of revving, revving forward, going back, revving forward, going back. The big fucking uh, uh, Vinny flesh bag is still yelling. She has no mask. Her mask is gone. She has her order, what have you. She's still yelling, talking shit, talking about her fucking AK-47 she has in her cooch. Uh, the, the, the Karen's probably talking about the French fries she doesn't have, uh, whatever's happening. The, the young girl in the, in the passenger seat's crying over her fucking spilt uh, Sunday. Everything's bad. Everything's bad. Her, she didn't get her orange drink with no ice. Everything's bad right now. Ronald, Ronald McDonald's not there. Everything's fucked. You got Grimace is fucking is fingering the Karen in the front seat under the seat. She has her own private Grimace dildo, big purple fucking dildo just going in and out of her probably. Uh, she, well, she'd probably be happier if she had that, but it's still not done. Still not done. And I'm honking. Get the fuck. I gotta go. Get out of the fucking way, Mercedes. Your fucking SLSC fucking BLM car. Get out of the way. And she doesn't go out of the way. The girl is still yelling at her. The door dasher. They're still yelling out the window. And what does the Karen do? She puts her fucking Mercedes in reverse and <laughs> hits the girl. Fucking hits her. Does she run her over? No, that would be a better highlight. She doesn't run her over, but she definitely hits her. Hits her in the thigh, the knee, the shin, the fucking glider, the slider, whatever her fucking Adidas she's wearing, whatever uh, 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 sweatpants she said that says Diva on the, on the back of her ass and fucking gold glitter. I don't know what she's wearing, but she hits her. She does definitely hit her. And I think the girl, well, the girl did swing her bag at McDonald's, hit the trunk, and then the Karen <laughs> takes off. Takes off, goes on the main drag, and gone. Just gone. And I rolled out of my window. I said, that, what happened? Did you just hit you? She said, the bitch just hit me. The bitch just hit me. And I'll be like, where's your fucking concealed carry? Where's your fucking Magnum? Where's your 357? Come on, Dirty Harry. Pull it out. You got it somewhere. So you're going to be tough inside. And then you get your fucking painted glittered toes ran over a little bit. And now you're, you're just a whiny little bitch. And the Karen's gone. The Karen won. This is why the Karens win. Should I have been recording that? I should have been recording that, but I didn't. I missed the fucking ball. I dropped the ball. I didn't see the ball. I was watching my own balls. I was feeling my own balls while this was all happening. I was getting hard while this was all happening because this is life. I, I, it was fan. 
fantastic how quickly humans escalate and how poorly people deal with adversity. I don't deal with adversity well. I like to think think I do. I like to think I would like, oh, I I would totally step in. But I don't know if I would. If someone was in my face like that, I probably would. Especially if my kids were there with me, I would have that sort of uh, 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 instinct, I guess, that instinctual value that I think most parents probably hopefully have to step in to protect their kids. And I've done that before with my son, with the homeless guy who attacked us a few years ago or tried to attack attack us. I was I was right there, hand on the fucking dirty chest saying, all right, man, here we go. I had a fucking mug of tea, which was actually tea. It wasn't beer. I had a mug of tea in my hand. I'm like, let's go. If you're going to do something, I'm going to do something. And he never did. He just walked away. So I protected my son that way. I haven't had to do that with my daughter yet. But if it's going to happen in these situations, one, should we probably get out of that situation? Maybe. I would walk them maybe out of the lobby. Or would I still just stand there and be like, no, kids, watch. Push them on the backs. A little forward, be like, just take a seat. This is what human beings are. These, this is what human beings do. They're a, we're a hor- horrible species. We don't know how to de-escalate. We don't know how to function when shit hits the fan. And if you're a little bit cognitively off, like you're, I'm schizophrenic, bitch. If you're a schizophrenic, you probably shouldn't be in that. Uh, you shouldn't be in that mode. You shouldn't have to you shouldn't have to deal with the Karen situation. You shouldn't have to deal with a woman who might be spewing racial epithets. You shouldn't have to deal with that if you're schizophrenic and you shouldn't be fucking delivering if you're schizophrenic. I don't know if she was schizophrenic. I don't know if she had an open uh, carry fucking license or carry conceal, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I don't know. I don't know. That's just what they were spouting back and forth. They were just they were just throwing as many punches as they could without throwing a fucking punch. If it was two men, you would have seen uh, punches thrown. You would have seen ass cracks. You would have seen horrible technique with fighting. That would have happened as as quickly as the Karen ran over that girl. So it was nice to see a female fight, a cat fight, cat fight. Right? It was kind of nice to see that to a certain extent because it was it was lighter, and I felt like I didn't have to get involved. But should I have? So my five listeners out there looking through my pretentious notebook, should I have gotten involved? Should I have recorded it? But should I have just lived my life in real time? Was I better off for it? I think I was. I think I really was a lot better off just watching. And now having that memory seeping into my soul and now relaying it to you guys in such a dramatic way, in such a fantastic way, that you'll never forget it either. All right, that's at least what I can do for you. That's at least what I can do for you now. So that was my Karen story. That's my McDonald's debacle story. That's my schizophrenia bitch story as well. It was just a great day. A great last half hour to end an otherwise useless day, uneventful day, just another day. It was just a Wednesday. But how hump day can surprise you sometimes. Just go into a McDonald's, look at the menu. Look at a filet fish and wonder if there's any fish in it. Wonder what's in the McRib. And just think about that poor young 17-year-old girl who has a mother like that. And just thank your own parents that they're not like that. But maybe they are. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not you. What I should have done is just fucking ordered a, a soft serve. And just it's, while it was going on, soft serve. If they have chocolate syrup or sauce, I should just, that's what I should have done. 
because I, I like the soft serve because I'm such a, a, a pinnacle of health. Like I said, I don't eat McDonald's, but I should have got a soft serve. Those are, those are tasty. Those are still good uh, and low calories. Um, so that was, that was yesterday. And maybe, you know, I've watched this movie called uh, uh, Sleep Tight. But it's a Spanish movie. I can't remember the, how you say it in Spanish. Mientras de dormir, dormido. I don't know. Is that dormir? Is that sleep? Uh, anyway, it's called Sleep Tight. Great, great movie. So if you, I watched it on, I think Amazon Prime. Um, and th- that man, th- th- I'm not going to give too much away. No, no spoiler alerts. But he's a man who's never been happy. He was born unhappy, and he wants to make everybody around him very, very unhappy and very seedy dark creepy twisted ways and while i was watching the the event at mcdonald's kind of escalate uh, i felt like that guy but i, I want to see the worst of the worst i want to see what can happen here so do i do i wish ill and harm on people i i don't think i do but i think i have that dark seeded uh that dark seed somewhere in my brain to watch i just this let's just keep it going man let's just see how far these people will take it uh, and maybe I would be a, I should be a cop cause I would, that, well, that would be a horrible cop. Uh, I'd let everybody go, especially if I saw someone drinking and driving and eh, I've done that before. Go ahead. You're good. Um, but just to see the, the darkness of humanity. So if you guys want a good movie, I, I recommend that one sleep tight. Uh, um, and I watched one called the lighthouse. I think a couple of weeks ago, I wanted to mention it. That one was decent as well. Strange, but very atmospheric. Uh, but I'm not going to get too much of it. Maybe I'll do another podcast about the movies I've watched over uh, uh, the last couple of months. But it's a, this is the giving season. And about the giving season, I've, I've seen a couple of things online. Um, just talking about, I guess, if you want to do a thread or a theme or a, a, um, I guess just a, an aspect of what today's talk is about. It's about humanity. And uh, I don't I think it was on Twitter. Or maybe I saw it on Yahoo. I can't remember what, what news outlet. But I, I saw Santa in a mall. And if you guys have seen this video, it's, it's sad. It's kind of, it's extremely, in my mind, depressing and, and, and a sign of the times. And unfortunate that they would hire someone who is a fucking Santa Claus that would deny a child a simple gift and tell that child, nope, I can't get that for you. You got to let your mom and dad buy it. And that's a shitty, shitty fucking Santa Claus. And this little kid, I would say maybe he's five or six years old. He's sitting across the, the six-foot parameter from Santa in a mall. His mom is holding his little sister. She's probably maybe a year old, if that. And the mom has a mask on. Of course, the kid takes his mask off to talk to Santa. Santa's across the desk in fucking Santa garb. And the kid asks for a Nerf gun. He wants a Nerf gun. And a Nerf gun... I grew up with guns. I shot I don't know how many fucking birds with BB guns. Pellet guns, BB guns. I shot an astronomical amount of birds. I go hunting across my the dirt road where we grew up, where there, there once was no sheep farm that became a sheep farm. But we would, my brother and I would just go across the street into the fields, in the rocks, in the scrabble, in the fucking overgrown, yellowed weeds of southern inland California southern uh, or inland uh, san diego county and we would just hunt birds we would shoot whatever we could see a bird is on a rock shoot it is it a fucking uh, a, a sparrow i don't give a fuck is it a blue jay a robin i don't know is it a tit mouse 
I don't know. That's the best sounding fucking bird of all, a titmouse. If I shot a titmouse, I would be ecstatic because just the name, I shot a titmouse. And at that point, I wouldn't see a tit for another 10 years. And uh, and unwillingly uh, by the female who showed me her tit. But uh, that's what we did. I shot squirrels. I don't think I killed them because I don't think a BB can uh, penetrate a skill uh, a squirrel's uh, hide. I, maybe it can. I, I, hit, I hit fucking uh, uh, stray cats with a wiffle ball bat. This is how horrible I am. We had tons of stray cats in our backyard. And we would, we would scare them out. And we would hit them. We would try to hit them with wiffle ball bats. We were fucking evil kids. I shot one of them in the eyeball. And I remember I saw this poor stray cat with a big giant pustule of red and purple over its eye. I think I shot that fucking uh, cat in the eye with a BB. Am I sadistic? Am I a serial killer? I don't like to think I am. But this Santa Claus... All right, so let's, let's scratch all that. Don't, don't, don't listen to all what I just said. I didn't kill birds. I didn't snap a hummingbird's neck be- between my two uh, fingers before school one time because I accidentally shot it and it wasn't dead. I never did that. Never did that when I was 12 years old. Um, didn't try to hit a stray cat with a wiffle ball bat or shoot it in the fucking eye. Never did that. But this Santa Claus at the mall is more sadistic than anything I've ever done. And not just sadistic, just cruel and mean. So this little kid with all his hopes and dreams and the, the false reality that he has in his childlike brain of like, this is Santa Claus. This is, this is the dude. This is the dude I asked shit for. And I've wanted a Nerf gun for so long. And I'm going to ask this guy for a Nerf gun. I asked my mom, is it okay if I ask Santa for a Nerf gun? And my mom said, yeah, sure. You can ask Santa Claus because why not? It's a Nerf gun. Sure, you can ask for a Nerf And he asked the Santa Claus and this fucking Santa Claus, no. No, no guns. No guns. You have to ask your mom or dad for that. I'm not doing guns. And what does this kid do? You should see the look on this kid's face. It's like a, it's a side view, but you can see the kid collapse. And then he just starts, starts crying. And, the, and then Santa's like, dad, don't cry. Don't cry. Ah, don't cry. And the mom has to go set her little baby down next to him and coddle him, cuddle him. It's just like, it's okay. I'll get you the fucking Nerf gun. The Santa's a fucking douchebag. I wish you would have said that. But why is the Santa doing that? Just fucking say yes. You're not bringing shit. You're a fucking fake mall Santa Claus. You are not bringing toys to anybody's fucking house. So what gives you the right to tell this young kid, this young boy, no, I'm not bringing you a Nerf gun. Fuck you. What the fuck? What soul do you have? I don't care if what your agenda is. I don't care if you feel like guns are bad or good, if people should have toy guns or not have toy guns. It doesn't fucking matter. A boy will pick up a stick and play. A, they will fight with it. If you're ever seeing young, you're a young boy, and this you have no fucking balls in your sad, sacked, fucking uh, uh, purple-headed warrior uh, dick. Your shriveled dick that is in your weird Santa Claus pants that you probably wear at night and whack off to uh, pictures of, of Nancy Reagan wearing Santa Claus uh, garb. That's what you do because you're old. You didn't play with guns when you were a kid. You didn't have guns. If you're over 50, you had fucking guns. If you're over 40, you had guns. Even if you're uh, 30 years old, as boys, you pick up a fucking stick and that becomes a gun. And then you go hit people with it. That's what boys do. 
Is this a gender thing? Is this now like, oh no, boys can't have guns. No, fuck it. Let boys have guns. I shot birds. I killed, I, I'm a murderer. I'm a bird. I'm an avian murderer. I'm an ornithological uh, fucking nightmare. Right? Nobody, I, if I told any of my ornithology professors in the past when I was studying wildlife, I shot a bunch of birds. Why'd you do that? Just for fun. I just did it for fun. I tried to shoot a crow one time. It didn't die. Crows are tough. I shot that motherfucker like 20 times. I pumped my fucking BB gun like 45 times and tried to send a BB up the crow's fucking asshole. Still didn't kill it. Just dink, dink. I just see the fucking crow's wing go dink. Like a little dunk and say, yeah, fuck you. What are you trying to do? What the fuck? Ka, ka, fuck you. Ka. That's what it did. So the crow didn't mind. But yeah, did I kill a hummingbird? And this is this why my luck is is the way it is today? Maybe. Maybe that's maybe it's an omen. The the way I killed a hummingbird when I was a child is now the omen and the bane of my existence today. But the Santa Claus doesn't have that right. The Santa Claus, who's a mall Santa Claus, doesn't have the right. Or even the, the um, uh, he doesn't deserve to do that. He doesn't have the privilege to tell kids what they can or can't do, what they can have or not have. That's the parent's job. If they said Nerf gun, be like, yeah, okay, sure, fuck it. If the guy says, I want to I wanna, uh, blow up doll with a really wet, juicy pussy. I just want to blow up doll with the wettest, juiciest cum hole I can find. That Santa Claus would be like, yeah, weird, but all right. Talk to your mom. Talk to your, talk to your dad about it. If you want a blow up doll with a juicy anal cavity, just that's something you got to bring to the table at Thanksgiving. Uh, that's something that Santa Claus, I, I can't I can't say for sure I'm going to get it for you, but I, I will say yes because I'm a Santa Claus at a mall who's making 12 bucks an hour. And I'll be like, sure, Nerf gun, how many fucking bullets do you want? Are you going to be like the Kyle Ridinger guy? What the, what, what the fucking guy's name is? And was it Wisconsin? Are you going to be that guy shooting, ner- going to protests and shooting Nerf bullets at people? Yeah, you might not want to do that. That's not good. What's a fucking Nerf gun? It's 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 bright. It's neon green. It has orange tips on it. Some of them fucking stick to windows. It's a suction cup. What the fuck's it going to do? You might shoot your little cute daughter or your your little cute sister's eye. That's it. That's the only harm you're probably going to do with this fucking Nerf gun. Just give them the fucking gun. Give them the luxury of feeling like Santa Claus will bring them something good. That's it. That's humanity. This is where the goodness will come from. And that poor girl at McDonald's with the Karen mother who's still probably standing there. She's still probably standing at the plexiglass cashier and still waiting She's still looking for her buttermilk ranch chicken sandwich. She's probably still there because she had a Santa Claus or she had a mother that said, no, you cannot have that when you're a kid. You cannot have these toys because they're wrong. Or maybe it's the antithesis of that. Maybe her mother gave her everything. Maybe her mother gave her whatever gun she wanted because she has an open carry license. Maybe she has a fucking revolver stuffed down her underwear. The fucking uh, the G-string that her mother bought her for her seventh birthday. She's probably still wearing it. And maybe she's got a little fucking twenty-two down there. Shoved in the little V of her ass crack. Maybe that's there. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe this Karen gave her too much. And maybe the Santa Claus is the other extreme not giving the kids anything. 
So now we have this divide between the people who get too much and the people who get nothing. The people who, uh, whose parents give them whatever they want, tell them they're smart, they're pretty, they're good, they're the best person ever. And then you get the people who be like, you're shit. You don't do anything. You kill hummingbirds. You killed sparrows. You try to shoot a squirrel. You hit a fucking cat with a wiffle wall bat. You are evil. Maybe that's what's going on. That's the divide. So that Santa, fuck you. All right? Fuck that Santa. And the other thing I saw that's kind of funny is, is the trans Santa. Um, and I don't know how to feel about this one. I, I, I could care less. I, I've played rugby with gay people. Um, I've, I've, I've taught trans people. I've, I've been in, in situations with people. Like, and I have no ill feeling, no Ill, Ill will, nothing. I have, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me if someone is homosexual. doesn't matter to me if someone is trans. doesn't matter if someone is transitioning at the moment. It doesn't matter to me. And, and some of the students that I've taught in the past who have been trans, transgender and transitioning at that moment, they're fine people. They're fantastic people. They're actually, they're, they're in my mind, a little more savvy because they're, they're thinking about what they want to be in life than the, than the typical fucking hormone raging 15 or 16 year old. And some of the best students I've had have been in college, the, the older generation, the 60, 70 year olds, because they actually want to learn, not the fucking 18 year old shithead whose parents told them to go, you have to go to school or kick you out of the house. See, the, the people are people. That's it. That's how I see people. People are people and you take them as individuals. You can't take them as groups. That's not how it works. All right. So the trans Santa, I'm just not exactly sure, though. And I think it was in Pennsylvania that they had a trans Santa and which is fine, which is totally fine, too. But what I think that trans Santa needs to do is that trans Santa needs to come to work and whatever mall, strip mall, big blockbuster fucking middle of Minnesota mall, mall of America, whatever it might be, that trans Santa needs to come to work with a gun on his or her hip. And I don't know if it was trans. I think it was a male transitioning to a female. I can't totally remember. Quote me on this. Don't quote me on this. Fucking Nobody fucking listens anyways. Um, but if, if, that, if there's a trans Santa, they need to come strapped to the mall. And if a kid, especially in fucking Pennsylvania, and I, I hope it's like in the rural part of Pennsylvania, or any, any part of Pennsylvania, I'm sure they're gun-wielding, gun-savvy, lots of woods out there. Right in the Steel City, in particular, you know, it's Pens- I've never been there, but I've I've heard things about Pennsylvania. It's a great. It seems like a good city. They they kill people there. But that trans Santa needs to come strapped. That trans Santa needs to come strapped with the biggest gun possible. And if a kid comes there and be like, "Can I have a Nerf gun?" That trans Santa has to be like, "No, you're getting a real fucking gun, man. Boy, girl, you're getting a real fucking gun. I'm Santa here. I'm transitioning. I'm going from male to female." or female to male, or him to her, her to him, whatever it fucking might be. I am going to get you a real fucking gun because that is what I need to protect myself from all these other assholes out there because I'm going to get made fun of. I'm a trans Santa, all right? So I need to be strapped. I need to have my open carry license. I need to be unlike the fucking Karen at the McDonald's that this wonderful podcaster I've been listening to has been detailing for the last 54 minutes. I need to protect myself against these people because that person's going to ridicule me. That person will belittle me. That person will be against me. I need to have protection. And you as a child need protection too because the world is shit out there and you need firepower. You need firepower. You don't need that other asshole Santa who told that kid he can't have a Nerf gun. You need 
fucking a a a a fucking firework in your pocket. All right. You need a fucking torchlight on your hip. You need something to guide your way through the darkness of this tunnel and this time and this pandemic. That's what we all need. That is what we all need. <clears throat> Happy holidays. Not quite yet, but I'll talk to you guys next week. Be safe. Be proud. Be happy. Go hunt. Shoot something. Be manly.